Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the X-Hour podcast. I'm Austin Nestor, sitting here with Andrew Tiu, and today it is just us two. So for our first order of business, we'd like to thank Mr. Morgan Freeman for the great trailer that he made us the other day. Oh, absolutely. I love Morgan Freeman. I've seen the Shawshank Redemption like seven times. Uh, He's played God in a movie, so that's cool that we had the voice of God. That was really clutch of Morgan Freeman. And uh, this week, we're going to experiment with a new segment called Half and Half. Uh, So we wanted a little variety um, in our show. So how this is going to work is we're going to present one topic of conversation each. And we'll spend 20 minutes or so on it before we switch to the other one. So to you, what's your topic today? I'm so glad you asked that, Nestor. So I couldn't really settle on a random one because I had a couple good ones, but I don't think it'd take up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I just chose some like miscellaneous questions. Yeah. Um, and they, they get like pretty trippy into the hypotheticals, but mm-hmm. we'll, ju- we'll just go through a couple one by one. And I'll start um, with a pretty, pretty relevant one for this podcast. Um, if you could interview anyone, living or dead, on the podcast, who would it be? Honestly, for uh, I oh my, let me think about this. So living, I'd say probably Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I, I think that'd be like a hilarious podcast. You a big Ryan Reynolds guy? Love. What would love you Ryan talk Reynolds. about with him? I don't know. Like his different movie roles, like Deadpool. Such. I love that movie. It's so good. Um, and then like. I'm trying to think of like who I could do for dead. I, I'll tell you who I would pick for dead, but he's not really dead because he's alive in our hearts. I'd interview Jesus Christ. That's like the no yeah, that if you go to a Catholic school, like fair enough. That could dispel a bunch of just a bunch of rumors. Like yeah. we could ask him, like, do you actually do this stuff? And he'd go like, Yeah. It's like it'd be evidence like he's there, you know. How'd you do the wedding at Cana? <laughs> He just he just did it. Turn the water into wine. Like he could help me out with some carpentry, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, for someone living, uh, I'd have to think about that. Do you have anybody else you would interview who's currently dead? I'm trying to think. Like Betty White. Betty White. She's yeah. been through so much. Like, like she she's lived through World War Two, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like. There's so much that you could talk about with her. It's insane. Up until like two weeks ago, she'd fall under the different category. But I know. It was just, I think it was just her birthday yesterday. Her hundred. Yeah, birthday. they they had a a special, I think, on like Hallmark for her. So, do you think it's fair if we dedicate this episode to Betty White? I think that is fair. Betty White and Jesus Christ. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. Next thing, number th- number two. What's the most expensive thing you've ever broken? All right, so there isn't like, well, the most, well, so me and my brother were playing ping pong in our basement, and there's like a a, a TV right Mm -hmm. next to the ping pong table. And I remember I'm like, watch this curve shot, (laughs) because I don't know why. So I was like, watch this curve shot, and I hit it. So around the TV, there's like this stand that like that should protect it, right? Mm-hmm. So I hit it. 
it curves around the stand <laughs> and hits the TV like right in the middle. And I'm like, oh no, that's not good. I turn it on. There's just a big like, there's there's just a ball mark there, and it's just a huge dead spot on the TV. Yep. And then also, this is like not a single thing, but like a, I guess like a group of things. Mm-hmm. So lacrosse sticks. Last year, <laughs> I went through three lacrosse sticks in the season. Mm-hmm. And I remember just going to play it again like every couple months and getting a new one. Yeah. It's it's really funny that you mentioned like that dead spot on the TV because that's actually my answer as well. Really? I was playing hockey in my basement. And so how my basement is structured is there's a there was a large like concrete pad mm-hmm. and then there's there's a couch that's kind of the divider in the middle of the room and on the other side it's like just carpet there's a TV there um, it's an unfinished basement but um, and on that concrete padding um, you know those uh, orange street hockey balls yeah I'd like I just like go around on my rollerblades dribble around and I actually had Star Wars on the TV uh, New Hope mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was I was dribbling through and I was and like I'd usually like bank um, the ball off of the couch or yeah. like you know some wood paneling sometimes, but it just bounced over my stick and went over the couch and I thought it barely hit the TV, but again it was like in the top right corner there was just a huge dead spot and this really? wasn't this wasn't a small TV. Mm-hmm. It had been pretty old, but it was like um, 60, 70 inches. Really? So it was pretty sizable. Yeah. And I worked I worked that entire summer. That was that happened my that happened end of freshman year. And I worked um, that entire summer at a restaurant to yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to the next um, question. Uh Number three, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I think I'd have a much better chance at one horse-sized duck because, like, if you have a (coughs) – horses are naturally, like, extremely strong, Mm -hmm. right? So I'd assume a duck-sized horse could probably – like, probably would be a a strong – uh, maybe a little bit less strong than a human mm-hmm. because horses are just in- insanely strong. Yeah, but have you ever seen like a duck like really aggressive? Like it could fly yeah. at you. Like I'd be more concerned about just like blunt force trauma, like it swooping in, like just like crushing. Yeah, I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't how really much... see a right answer for this question. I I think there is one. It sh- it would just require like centuries of like thought. Yeah. Like this should this should be. A class. There's so much to consider. Mm-hmm. Like, thing. would the one horse-sized duck be like? Because you know how an ant man, like how they can blow things up. Yeah. But it still weighs the same. Mm-hmm. Would uh, like would that carry over? Like, would the duck weigh as much? Like just proportionally, if it grew like let's say 16 times the size, would the uh, weight also increase well then you have to think like are the horses the same weight because then that's like i don't know i think they're just proportional so i think if they're about the size of ducks 
Yeah. They'd just be a very lean, like, I'd like to think it as a very lean cat. You know, it'd weigh about as much, like maybe 10 to 15 pounds. And then also I had to think, like, what type of duck is it? Because it does that matter. It does because there's some vicious ducks. Yeah, but I don't think I don't know if temperament like goes across like the duck kingdom. I mean, I'm reading here that this uh, steamer duck, okay, is the most vicious duck, but it's in South America, so I don't think. Can you look up the incidents of like duck attacks? Like, right. people who have been attacked by ducks. I'm sure there's, like, an undercoverage of it because not everybody would, like, report every time they've been attacked by a duck. But Oh, wow. There's actually fatalities and injuries from really? duck attacks. Yeah, there's um, wildlife causes. Uh, there's, like, this whole article. I cannot find it. Can you just, like, find a number? Oh, out all of right. That? Um... Let's see. Uh, there's snakes. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, bird, bird. Are these just bird fatalities in general? Yeah. So it says that birds cause ten deaths per year. Ten deaths. Ten. That's not. That's. That's not, not as much as I thought. Honestly, I, like I'd honestly think like you'd be good to like have a passenger plane go down like once a year. Yeah. Um. Just like because a bird hits. Well, I, I don't. I guess that's the cause of a bird, but like. I don't know if provoked. Like, what would? Let's just say you're a duck. Like you're duck size. You're duck size duck. Mm-hmm. Then you're the size of a horse. Yeah. If I'm that duck. I'm I'm gonna try to see who I can mess with, like what I can do. Because yeah. like I've been like on the lower rung of the animal kingdom. I've I've just been like always getting look, always looking up at the world. Yeah. Getting bread from old ladies who have nothing better to do. And so it's like, what would you do with that power? Mm-hmm. Like if you were all of a sudden I I'd go mess some I'd go mess some people up. Like if a little kid threw a rock at me, it's like yeah. that kid's gone. Honest, honestly, I don't know. There's, there's so many like ways this argument could go. So, approaching the 100 duck-sized horses, it I'd honestly think it depend on like how the, like what their tactics are. Like, yeah. How do horses like attack people? Like would they would they have to like kick? You know. Probably. Are they all in I a mean, circle like in an action movie? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are they taking me one at a time and the, they're just chipping away at my exhaustion? Well, if if it's one at a if it's one at a time, that kind of like defeats the purpose of the question because you have a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, that's you, true. You kind of you got to take all hundred like attacking you at once. Your shins would definitely be messed up. Yeah, but I don't think if they could take out your legs, that could be interesting. And uh, they could kick with the head. question of do they keep their strength and weight. If they have the same strength they do, normal size, then you are not going to take on 100 duck-sized horses. Let's just say everything's proportional. All right. Well, and, like, it's still, like, so how how many pounds is, um, does, a, like, a horse kick, like, pounds of pressure? 
probably a lot. <laughs> I mean, um, don't got the exact force number. Force of a horse kick. So it's 2,000 PSI. Let's say a horse is like one-tenth the size. Mm-hmm. No, that's still 200. Yeah, that's still 200 PSI. And like, what's comparable to 200 PSI? It's my question. Like, if you get kicked, 200 PSI is a lot. A hundred times, you know. Yeah. Like that could at that 200 could, at 200 PSI. That adds up. Yeah, that, that adds up. So I think if they take your shins down first, you're kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and plus, so. you can't underestimate their speed. Like, you can try to run from the horse, but I, I think it'd yeah. catch up with I, you. I'd rather fight a horse-sized duck, one, because ducks, I think if if you're larger, right, mm-hmm. you're going to be slower. Yeah. And uh, ducks, their main way to attack people is, like, pecking them, you know. You know, what are those ten fatalities from being pecked today? I mean, I'm a si- I don't know what other way they would be. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah. final verdict? Definitely the one horse sized duck. And, uh, that just scares me. I, it's more of the psychological element mm-hmm. of the horse sized duck. So I'd have to go a hundred duck size. Also, what type of horse is the size? You're so concerned about breed with this. <laughs> well, you have stallions. That are like huge. Yeah, we're not talking. You ever, you watch Parks and Rec? No. Okay, so there's a look up Lil Sebastian on there. There's a, there's an entire like tribute to to this horse. All right. Okay. So like we're not talking Lil Sebastian, a little pony. There. Like an average size. Like, horse. Yeah, that's it. That's in my dream. Like, what was the what was the movie? Uh, there there is some animated movie when I was little mm-hmm. that had horses in it. So I'm thinking just like the big ones, like. You gotta you gotta push these to the extreme. Like, mm-hmm. let's say it's the most aggressive duck, and uh, like the biggest aver- horse. A, well, not the biggest, but like an average, a competent horse. All right. So yeah, I'm definitely taking the horse-sized duck. I, again, I'm I'm sticking to the hundred duck-sized horses. I mean, all right. So I think we have time for one more question, and it's this: you get to time travel for one day. Where do you go? What one thing are you taking back with you to the present? I think you should answer this question for first so I can uh, have time to think. Because there's a lot going through my mind right now. Any of this uh, well, actually, duck related or horse related? No. No? No. Okay. So- I think, wait, no. First, I think the obvious answer, go back to when Jesus was born. All right. Mm-hmm. See, see Jesus. And maybe, maybe stop him from being cru- – well, he had to be, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, this is <laughs> – this could turn into – There's so much going on well, right now. For one of the t- topics I got from this <laughs> was would you kill baby Hitler? <laughs> but Nestor's – There's so Nestor's much going on this, right now. Nestor's turned this into a theological question of would it be right to stop Jesus from being crucified? <laughs> And I say, we need to get Mr. Jones or like Mr. Pulley on for this, but I say no. Like, really? I, I, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think you should stop Jesus from being crucified because it's for the prophecy, right? I, I mean, like, they're just, I'm not exactly sure on like the, like, you know, the theological like mechanisms yeah. of everything. 
and that's that's way past my like understanding and area of expertise but i think just the large component of christianity is like you know jesus dying mm-hmm. and so when like he dies like what it's like what happens if jesus didn't die you know yeah and uh, i don't know maybe maybe i could warm up Warn him of Judas? Actually, no. That 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 mess with the timeline right. too much. So I think I have my answer. Okay. So I'm gonna go back to when <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci was uh he painted the Mona Lisa, right? Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Why'd I ask that? I knew that. So I'm gonna go back to when Leonardo da Vinci was painting the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Right when he finishes it, take it. Oh no, because then it wouldn't be famous. That's true. There are like so many confounding variables in this. I don't. I have no idea. Like while we're on this like subject of time travel, like while you think of your thing, should you slash would you kill baby Hitler? I mean, if I knew what he would become, yes, obviously. It's, it's, but there's no way of proving that when he's a baby. It's it's. <laughs> It kind of is the same function of, like, would you stop Jesus from being yeah. crucified? There's just so much to think about with time travel. It's like if I lived in 1950, like, I'd probably I'd probably go stop him. Yeah. But because that, like, doesn't mess with the time. Wait, no. Time. It's time travel, so you know what happened already. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. But it yeah. messed with the current day. Like, would you be born if Hitler hadn't existed? I mean, I'd hope so. But I'm probably time, not. I'm time traveling, so... Oh my gosh, this is crazy. But what, like, so ethic? Let's approach this from an ethical standpoint. Would you, like, should you? It's not ethically right. Why? Because you're just stooping down to your to the enemy. That's true. But like one versus like six million, that's that's a pretty fair bargain. I mean, for your pride. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if if, if I if I knew what he was doing, yeah, I'd kill him. But uh, you can't you can't keep going, but because there's so you, much to think about. Would you be willing to like raise him though? I mean, I guess. Like, if you knew you could change him. Yeah, if you knew you could change him, obviously. But you'd sacrifice like your life in the present day to take care of him, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. Because- Nesser. The position yeah, that yeah, you're yeah, in yeah, right yeah. now is that no, you can prevent the Holocaust. No, no but the thing is, there'd be another person. 20s. There'd be another person that would do the same thing. Ooh, that's a really because good you point. learn from history. Well, that's a well. I think there is like sort of like Hitler didn't happen in a vacuum. Like World War One ended, Germans got the drew the short straw, mm-hmm. and uh, so there was like a need for that. So like, could someone more powerful? Had come had come through. Yeah, I think so because the rise of dictators were was happening. Yeah, yeah, Mussolini, you have Stalin. The, he could have, and Hitler but, was. He he was he wasn't just <laughs> But my my main point is just in all of this, it's there's there's this Cormac McCarthy quote, and it's like you don't know what your bad luck has saved you mm-hmm. from like you like it could be worse. Yeah. So I I honestly say no. Like yeah, I think I just say no. All right. So yeah, I don't know. 
All right, time to finish this out. I'm what, what are you traveling through to for one day? One day. And what are you taking back with you? I think that it'd be cool to uh, go on one of the moon things, you know? So, <laughs> you would... When would you time travel back? Like, just 1960 and go like, hey, I'm a time traveler, and they just let you on Apollo 11? I would figure it out. You would figure I, I'd it get out. the... Uh, everything that happened that day and find, like, the one time when nobody's looking so I can sneak on to Apollo 11 and... And go to space, I guess. That's an interesting point. So you go to space, and then and then one, once once we blast it off, I pop out of nowhere into the uh, what's it called, the uh, cockpit, and they're all like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm staying with you for the trip." It's just like, "Hey, surprise!" Yeah. And then like, I feel like honestly, I was gonna have a different answer, but if I had to have an answer, it all, it might be yours. So what are you bringing back with you, though? I don't know. Maybe a moon rock or something. Moon rock. I mean, I don't know what else you could bring back. I don't know. I well, like. What would, was there anything unique you would do? Like, would you try to steal the spotlight from uh, Neil Armstrong? <laughs> try to get out there first. Yeah, it's like it's like move out, move out of the way. I mean, I don't know. Going. You think they've ever like drawn anything into the moon sand? They've yeah. had to, right? Yeah. There's this whole big thing, I think, of, like, the moon doesn't have, like, any, like, atmosphere, so it doesn't have any wind. Yeah. So, like, their footprints are still up yeah. there. And so I, I I, I, thought I heard of something of a guy, like, drawing his um, daughter's, like, birthday or initials mm-hmm. in the sand up there. Or what? what is it up there? Just dust? Like, what yeah, is I'm, cer- pre- I'm pretty sure it's dust. Okay. And I, I'd probably draw something up there. I don't know what. Just something. Can I guess? What? Actually, we want to keep this PG, so... <laughs> what? No, no, no. Not at all. Something, like, sentimental. Like, I want something there that, like, I could be like, yeah, I put that up there, and I could be proud of it. Like your mom's initials? Yeah, something like that. I draw it. Something draw that your, I'd tattoo. I'd draw your mom's initials, too, up there. <laughs> That's... But, like, um, I think, like, if you tattoo something on you, mm-hmm. well, actually, no, this is a topic for another day. All right. All right. We'll so we'll save the tattoos yeah. for next. Um, yeah, I like I, I like your answer, but I don't know. I think I I think I go to the future. Really? I think I go to the future, and like by then, like the internet's huge, right? But mm-hmm. like maybe they'd have something like with a ton and ton a ton a ton a ton of storage. And like maybe something valuable, so I'd like steal like a giant like iPad or a giant yeah. like hard drive I could access, and like maybe there's a cure for some disease on there. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe like the cure for cancer. There's like sports scores on there. Like you ever see Back to the Future Two? Yeah, where he steals that sports almanac. Like I'd I'd do that definitely, but then yeah, I I think I'd steal a computer from the future mm-hmm. or just like or at least a like a really really large hard drive. I'd like to take this time to thank our second sponsor. Um, last week it was Hanlin Helmets, and this week it is delicious Chinese cuisine. We'd like to thank Panda Chinese Kitchen, located on 1056 Market Street, for sponsoring our podcast. Hopefully they'll send uh, some fried rice 
or something over like that. Esther, what's what's your favorite dish? I am a big fan of General So's chicken. General So's. Yep. Yeah. Well, we go to school with the son of the owner of the restaurant, Calvin Lynn. So um, hopefully hopefully we can network our way into some fried rice and General So's. So. Um, with, again, thanks to Panda Chinese Kitchen at 1056 Market Street for sponsoring us. All right. So the topic I decided to talk about is like, our sports throughout our time at Central. Me and yeah. you both played uh, soccer, hockey, and lacrosse together. Yeah. At varying times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We played soccer all four years together. Yeah. So that was a big one. And then hockey, we played the last three years together. And lacrosse, we only had last year. So uh, let's just start with soccer. What would you say your most memorable moment was from that? I I I divide soccer up into two eras. Um, definitely when I was an underclassman. Yeah, there was, things were there was like the Jacob East. Yeah, there. Jacob East, Jared Bucks. Yeah, uh, Angelo, uh, and then there, we kind of transitioned in junior year. Jake was gone. Thomas mm-hmm. was gone, um, and we kind of took over the role. So, I'd have to say for our freshman and sophomore years. The Lindsley game. Oh yeah, every Lindsley game was just crazy. Just that that's that's just overall. That's like an overarching theme. Even though we didn't beat Lindsley a bunch, mm-hmm. it was also it was always a fun and memorable memorable game. I hated playing those games. It, it was just like I, I hated the way they played, and uh, I actually talked to their coach after the last time we played them when we lost Ovax. And he's like, yeah, we knew who we you were coming into this game, and we knew like if we just stop you, you know, mm. it's gonna be difficult. Very humble of you to mention that. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that, obviously. <laughs> um, so earlier we were talking about um, uh, one of the topics I threw out to you, Nestor, was trash talking. You said like, ah, I really, I really don't trash talk a lot. Yeah. Um, which I I personally think was false, but you've had some <laughs> dishes thrown your way, right? Oh yeah. So even in soccer, where you don't think there'd be trash talk, so many, like... Absolutely. It's just, like, there, and I don't know why. So, like, one of, like, the first instances that I can remember is... Remember that kid from... That short kid, like, around my height from Oak Glen, blonde hair? Yeah, yeah. He, like, didn't play our junior and senior year. Mm -hmm. But I remember me and him, one of the first games we played... He, like, shoved me for no reason. And then I just turned around and threw him on the ground. And he got up and, like, was about to fight me. And I have no idea why. <laughs> and he's, he was like, do that again. I dare you. And I'm just standing there. And then I see behind me, uh, who was it? It was one of our center backs. It might have been Alex. He's like, Nestor, just walk away. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right. And that was a uh, freshman or sophomore year since Alex yeah. was there. Okay. Um, yeah, one of, one of my memories early on, I remember like, this was like really early on when we knew each other because we met like at soccer, um, summer before ninth grade. And one of, and so Nestor is like, he's about average height now. I'll give it to you. Um, but Uh, he was maybe a little below, a little below. What are you clocking in right now? About five, 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 five. What were you uh, freshman year? Five, two. I remember like you were you were like probably like ninety nine percent of the time the smallest person on, on yeah, the pitch. Right? Had to be. And I, I just I remember, remember going into like that summer, 
people thought I was the coach's kid, like in middle school. And like, I wasn't supposed to be in high school. Yeah. I heard that a lot. They're like, did they like, cause you have like a pretty like young face. Yeah. Kind of grown into it now, but like, especially back then. Mm -hmm. um, And I just kept hearing, it's like, did you like pick this kid up from like the fourth grade or something? (laughs) Uh, I was like, I was like pretty offended on your behalf, but then like, Eventually, I started no, telling you that. No, I embrace it. <laughs> so your, your height, do you think that gave you any advantages, like especially to your shot or anything? I, I don't think my shot got better because of it. That's just like technique, I, I guess. Know, you have like that torque. We'd have it, to. Because obviously, I'm not the strongest guy. Yeah. But I think it's just got to be technique. But uh, oh, what was I going to say? I forget. But uh. We'll move on. Yeah. Um, Cut that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in in soccer, I remember just there, like most of the time we keep it, we p- keep it pretty clean. It's, yeah. It's like we have a mutual respect for each other. That's one mm-hmm. of the things I really liked about soccer. But there would always be like one game and like the kid, like you could have been fine with them last game. Mm-hmm he just trips you or something or you trip him and then like that just sets the tone yeah and that was that was i don't know it was it was i can't remember anything in particular but um in hockey that's that's a, that's where the chirping comes in i i feel like we'd have a lot more material with hockey well i got one more thing for yeah soccer. yeah so sophomore year, we went down to Trinity Christian in Morgantown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I already had two goals in the game. And so I was like, oh, I need to get a hat trick, right? Mm-hmm. It was like maybe three minutes left in the game. Wait, I don't know. Either the half of the game. And I just remember going through like their whole defense and scoring. And then their goalie getting up, he's furious. And then he's like, He's five foot nothing. How are you guys going to let him go through you like that? <laughs> I don't know. That was just – I was just a statement of fact, I yeah. guess. Like, you can't really – that's not really trash. I, I, there was a situation in hockey one time. I think it might have been in the Hagerstown tournament. Mm-hmm. And we kept shooting at this goalie, and he couldn't keep anything in his glove, and the rebounds kept coming out. And so um, I think it was our coach. He yelled from the bench. He goes, like, hey, like – Keep keep shooting and uh, go in for those second chances because this kid can't control any rebounds and the ref got kind of angry. Oh yeah, I and we're that. like, at what point does like do we cross the line from like trash talking to a statement of fact? You yeah, know? that was like a tactical thing. That was not yeah. talking trash on their goalie. It's like if you were to play like goaltender. Yeah. Like I'm like just shoot the opposite side and high. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can jump pretty well. I don't know if you're like Julio yeah. Gentile like level of ability though. Yeah, I remember one time. You might remember this too. It was against Weir that first game. I went up for a header, and I, I looked at the I looked back at the film. I looked like I was like three feet in the air, and then like some kid went under me. I thought I got fouled. And then they called a foul for them, saying I jumped over the kid's back on purpose. <laughs> I remember that. It was just, like, made no sense at all. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so the past few years for hockey, we've had 
just for the listeners out there that didn't don't know, we've had a mis- mismatch of like goaltenders. We've we've had a few rough seasons. Yeah. Um, this is the first season that we actually have a goaltender, and his name is uh, Ashton Glover, and he's he, he lives up to his last name. Let's just say that. But we had two first a span year. of two um, goalies where it was their first year playing like hockey, period, and skating. Let alone um, playing goaltender, arguably one of the most important positions on the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like. First year we had Hayden, and he he like worked hard, and like, but it's just the position's so difficult. Like soccer goalie, if you're athletic, you'll be good at it. Mm-hmm. But like hockey goalie's so much like, I guess like skating ability, mm-hmm. like hand-eye coordination, it's reaction. It's like perception. Like, can you gauge where you are, like in relation to mm-hmm. the net? Um, they did that one sports science. Do you remember that uh, ESPN thing or Sports Center Sports Science? Do you I'm, ever watch those? I think, yeah. They did. They did one where um, that. Well, I'll actually mention two. The first of them, they they uh, tried to like dispel the rumor, like just put like a sumo wrestler. In oh the yeah, I remember that. He'll stop the puck. They they brought on like he was still a professional player, but he's what you call like a goon and enforcer. He gets. <laughs> more fights and points um and uh, the sumo wrestler could not stop anything mm-hmm. and the second of I'll, I'll mention i think it was brayden holtby the goaltender for the capitals yeah. a couple years ago he uh, they they tested him on like his reflexes compared to that of a cat so it's just something innate mm-hmm. like you really can't like that's not effort at that point that's just like can you react quick enough? I remember at uh, Carnegie Science Center, right? They mm-hmm. had that. You've been there, right? Yeah. They had that uh, net, and like it tests your reaction time. Like it would, a light would pop up, and you'd have to hit like the uh, mm-hmm. where the puck was. There. Yeah. And just just that level of ability is is it's just insane. And then we had. So that was Hayden Barrickman, and then Hayden quit my our junior year, yeah. so last year. And then Burkle came. It's just on. They showed so much effort. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. So like you can't discredit them there. It's just Glover. He's played probably I don't know ten years at least. Yeah. And it shows, but uh, having never played the sport before, and then getting thrown into probably the most difficult position in the sport is mm-hmm. incredibly difficult. Yeah. And another thing um, you you can mention about Burkle is that like, he wasn't only like just not terrible towards the end of the year. He was actually pretty confident. Yeah. Didn't he that get Morgantown game was crazy. Yeah. yeah. He got all state in that game. He had like a 40 save game. It was, it was absolutely. That, uh, I wasn't there. I forget what happened, but you guys played Kiski. And it, they had like fifty-eight shots, and Burkle saved like what fifty-four of them, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So for my like personal favorite moment, mm-hmm. I actually have a few. Been thinking about this for a little bit. So past like five minutes, a little bit longer maybe. <laughs> but uh, Steubenville, that goal I had from like thirty yards out. Oh, uh, you're talking about your personal highlights now. No favorite moment. A favorite moment. Yeah. 
that was that was crazy because it like knuckled right into the top corner and it's just like i've never done that before and it, it was like 30 yards out mm-hmm. and I, I was a sophomore so like i wasn't like at, i guess as strong and couldn't kick it as far back then mm-hmm. so like that's probably the farthest and hardest i've ever kicked a soccer ball <clears throat> and then it like went into the top corner which just made it like even better mm-hmm and what one thing, one more thing, because we have about a couple more minutes to talk about this. So we'll under sports, we'll have one more topic of discussion, and that's that's the fights, the fights, fights. Oh We've only I was in the middle of like, like obvious. Well, the listeners may not know, but for hockey, there's like a fierce rivalry between uh, our school and Wheeling Park, and uh. It's just like we're, we're, we live in the same city. We've known the kids or the other team our whole lives. Um, and I guess it's just like you get on the ice and you don't want to lose to your friends and like the emotions just get going. So I, I guess last year and the year before, I think maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there was two fights last year. Right? So one of our players hit – one of their players, and I guess it could be like a bad hit. It was a bad hit. Yeah, right? it was. And then I, I'm I'm on the ice, right? I, I don't like to get in fights, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm small. I know I'm not going to win in a fight. <laughs> I don't want to be in a fight. So I, I always remember my last coach always said, if there's a fight, just make sure you get a guy and keep him from getting one of your other players, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I'm just looking for a guy to like grab and not fight with. And he just like, Starts punching me for no reason. But the yeah, that was so. That's yeah. I think, I think just objectively, like those could qualify as like some of my favorite moments because like the ones where like we win or score a goal, that's that's cool. But also a fight, it's just a good story. Mm -hmm. All right, and so I think it's time to wrap it up. I think that's time to wrap it up. Uh, Thanks for listening. and we'll we'll see you next week mm-hmm.